Welcome back to On The Bubble Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, and today we're taking a deep dive into the dreaded Friday night death slot. So the idea that Friday nights, particularly in North America, have traditionally been an elephant's graveyard, for the lack of a better analogy, for unwanted television shows. It's where sci-fi, fantasy, and action shows have gone to die. But is it true? And are there any shows that have survived that slot, or maybe even thrived, in that slot? Okay, guys, once again, my name's Josh. This is On The Bubble Podcast, powered in part by the Gunner Geek Network. Let's jump in and talk some TV. I'm SP from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., a show about the general Marvel comic universe, part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other hilarious and fun geeky shows at guineageeknetwork.com. Former NBC Entertainment president Warren Littlefield once said he received, quote, about 7 billion letters, unquote, urging him to return Quantum Leap back to its original Wednesday night time slot after moving the show to Friday night. So the idea of the Friday night death slot, it goes back a fair way. According to Wikipedia, the Friday night death slot or Friday evening slot is perceived as the graveyard slot of American television. It implies that shows that are moved to Friday night in the American market at least, are likely to be cancelled. So this term, the Friday night death slot or Friday evening death slot, that goes back even further than Quantum Leap, all the way back to the original Star Trek, when NBC moved the show to Friday night in its second season, and the show saw a massive ratings decline as a result. So there's actually lots of shows that have been moved to Friday night or even just started airing on Friday night. And here's just a few that were moved into the Friday night death slot that maybe have a particular interest to people that are interested in Save Our Show fan campaigns. So Quantum Leap once again, Chuck, Constantine, Moonlight, Dark Angel, Marvel's Inhumans, and sadly, two of my favourite shows ever being Firefly and Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles, All those shows either were on Friday night or ended up in the Friday night slot and people expected them to be cancelled. Also, just so it's clear, Fox, you still suck. I guess the question then becomes though, why is that 8pm to 11pm time slot in North America and many other major television markets, why is it so tough for particularly genre TV? So there's a few reasons. Firstly, people go out with friends, family, and co-workers on Friday night, whether it's dinner or drinks immediately after work or to the movies or even to a sporting event, Friday has that cultural association for get-togethers and going out places. So that means for people who do stay home, they might be doing that or they're most likely doing that because they either have very young children and a lot of obligations at home there may be elderly or older people that don't have the energy for partying anymore or going out for a beer on a Friday night, or they simply don't have any energy left from their work week. So shows that are very intellectually demanding, shows that require a lot of attention and effort from the listener to understand maybe what's going on, shows with 
any kind of violence element or adult element. None of that stuff traditionally has worked across the board on Friday nights. It's traditionally in a lot of markets been dominated both by fun shows or funny shows and particularly blocks of those shows and or live sporting events. So an example of a really fun show or a group of fun shows would be something like The Brady Bunch or Sabrina the Teenage Witch or Hawaii Five-0. Lighter weight, entertainment-driven content that doesn't expect a potentially tired and worn-out viewer after their whole week at work to do a lot of mental lifting. So the less genre-oriented and the broader appeal a show, the better those shows tended to perform on Friday nights in my research. There's also the demographic element. So as I mentioned, slightly older audiences may have more of a proclivity to stay home as opposed to go out and party or go out for drinks or have an extended social life outside of the household on a Friday night. Shows that have appealed to that sort of audience, maybe like Blue Bloods, those shows have also managed to be quite resilient on a Friday night. And across the board, CBS, as far as networks go, they have performed a little better on average on a Friday night because their demographic that they're aiming for, their target market is slightly older. So they have more programming that suits the audience that makes up that potential viewership. So here's the big one. And I guess as an Australian, this is the one that stood out most to me when I started thinking about this question. Many English-speaking markets air major sporting events on Friday night. Within Australia, our most popular sport, Australian Rules Football, they have a lot of marquee matches which are televised on free-to-air television on Friday nights. And thrown into that mix, our National Rugby League, or the NRL, which is more popular in the northern states, so Queensland and northern New South Wales through to central New South Wales, a large chunk of the population of the East Coast Some of those markets are showing both the AFL Friday night match and multiple National Rugby League or NRL matches are all being broadcast into those markets, whether by free-to-air or by streaming services or pay TV. They're all competing for viewership at exactly the same time. And I can't think of another show that stands out in my mind on a Friday night that's ever been able to compete for viewers or even be known to have an audience on a Friday night that isn't AFL and also the National Rugby League. So there's a lot of viewership getting sucked up by major sporting events on a Friday night. So my final point, this is maybe more speculation, but from my research and the articles that I've read and when I've looked into some of these shows that fit into these Friday night clusters, like Grimm, for example. Grimm, I think, maybe spent a fair chunk of its run on Friday night, if not its whole run. I can't remember off the top of my head. Shows like that are outliers in that the industry itself, the media, the chattering glasses, as they might call it in the radio business, those people didn't lose faith in a show like Grimm and didn't stop giving the show positive press when the majority of the time they do. Most of the articles aren't positive when a show gets moved to Friday night. The chattering classes are less likely to talk about the show moving forward because it looks to the industry and the broader television community, this network has lost or is losing faith 
in the potential for that show to carry on maybe beyond one more season. That's why it's on Friday night. And that general negative reputation for Friday night can make the press around a move inherently negative when it doesn't always need to be. An example of that would be when former Fox Entertainment president Kevin Riley said about Fringe when the show Fringe got moved to Friday nights, quote, if it does anywhere near as well as it did on Thursdays, we can glue that show to the schedule because it can be a big win for us, unquote. So that was one of the few positive media mentions that I could find about a show being moved. And I mean, it's not all positive. Essentially, what he's saying is, we know this show's not going to do as well numbers-wise, but if it maintains a good chunk of its Thursday audience on a Friday, that's actually really positive for us. The number of positive articles to negative articles involving a move to Friday night is very heavily weighted to the negative. So, guys, to finish up today, I want to talk about what did those shows have that managed to thrive on a Friday night? that maybe others didn't? Is there anything in there that we as people that care about the survival of shows can maybe champion when a show gets moved or highlight when a show gets moved to let the media and the broader community know what's special about this show and maybe the types of factors and language that keeps a positive press spin at the very least around a television show? Here's a couple of things that I noticed through my research. Just before I go through these things, I don't know whether I've mentioned, but I really should. The expectations of ratings on a Friday night, because of the inherent smaller viewership, they're out doing things, they're being social, there's sports on other channels, there's sports on paid services, etc. The expectations are slightly lower on a Friday night. So with that disclaimer out of the way, let's talk about some shows that possibly exceeded expectations on a Friday night. Shows with intrigue and mystery, as long as they're good, they can't suck. Those shows seem to have a degree of resilience to their time slot. Grim, there's shows like Ghost Whisperer, whether you consider that good or not, that was a very resilient show and did well, and a show like Numbers. They're all examples of Friday night success stories. Shows that are fun and funny and are part of a multi-show block like ABC's very famous TGIF, Thank God It's Friday, shows like Clueless, Family Matters, Step by Step and Full House, classic comedies of high quality where the writing was good, the jokes were great, the performers were engaging and had some level of celebrity of their own. When multiple shows like that were clustered together on a Friday night and maybe instead of being a one-off 22-minute show, you got three or four really funny shows all in a row that had a similar tone starting from maybe the most family-friendly, moving through to maybe even slightly more adult and subversive, but never out of character for that family-friendly block. That tended to work really well, and ABC's TGIF was the ultimate example of that. Now, this one might be a bit of a standalone, but one show does come to mind, and that was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that was not only in and of itself a decent show and in particular had some incredible acting performances at different times. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was part of Disney as a whole, their stewardship of the intellectual property of Marvel. That applied a little bit more pressure to them, not just to cancel the show on a whim. 
they are the stewards of a much-loved world. And the four and a half million viewers that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was averaging at the time was a very solid number for Friday night. So it allowed them to justify keeping the show from a numbers point of view and also let the story play out as the stewards of that intellectual property. So there may be many shows out there that fit into that category. I just couldn't think of any off the top of my head when I was doing my research to look up, to be honest. And it's not the type of question you can just type into Google. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was the one. So finally, there's shows that are just brilliant from production to writing to acting to the story arcs to the cliffhangers, all the things. Shows like The X-Files, Fringe and The Blacklist, where the quality of the show gave it an inherent resilience to its time slot. Celebrities, the media and the general public were all going to be talking about shows of that quality to their friends, their family and their communities. So those particular shows of that upper echelon of quality within their respective genres, they have an inherent resilience because those shows were among the gold standards for their time period. So their time slot had less impact on their success. And I refer once again to that quote from Kevin Riley from Fox, quote, if it does anywhere near what it did on Thursdays, we can glue that show to the schedule because it can be a big win for us, unquote. There are shows of high quality that just need to maintain a portion of their audience when they move to Friday because a really strong, critically acclaimed program on a Friday night does have some ability to suck up a portion of the market because there's fewer shows on a Friday night that are regarded as being that good. You have less options for the cream of the crop TV shows. So if you happen to be one on that night, and you maintain a good chunk or even most of the audience you had on a different night, that in the network's eyes can be a bigger success than having that show on a different day of the week where maybe it has to compete with three or four other shows of a similar gold standard. It's super interesting. Check out John J. Joex if you want to know more about how that kind of side of things works. But yeah, Friday night is a really specific example of a great show absorbing a large audience on a Friday night, even if it's not as big as an audience on a different night, it can actually mean more to the network because you're sucking up a lot of that available audience on one night of the week and not having to compete with other shows of similar quality and appeal on a different night of the week. So the Friday night death slot is real. It was a place for a long time that shows were put when they were going to die, but it is survivable if the show has great mystery, great writing, and if it's a comedy show, really great relationships and really great jokes. So it's not the death of every show. And as we move into the future, or we have been in the future of television maybe for a couple of years now, potentially we'll see that Friday night slot just even out with the rest of the week and be no more or less important than some other day. And if your show gets moved there or launches there on a Friday night, it doesn't matter quite so much as what it may have 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Righto, guys, that's about all I've got for today. That went a fair bit longer than I was expecting it to. I only had that was going to take about 10 minutes to get through all that, which is clearly not the case. So if you want the links for today, for the resources that I used and all the things, go to the episode notes where you're listening today. They'll all be in there. You can check out jkldigital.org slash OTB. So that link will be in the show notes as well where you're listening today. 
thank you to the Gunner Geek Network for supporting the show and for retweeting the new episodes when they come out. That always gives me a little boost. Thanks, guys. And once again, my name's Josh, at Joshua C. Liston on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.